Welcome back to Bit Different, everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hi. Hey. How are you doing? Great. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Actually, no. Because, you know when you go on vacation? No. And Well, you don't. But trust <laughs> I know what it's like. And, but okay. when you get back, you feel like miserable because you're like, I was having such a great time on my trip and now I have to face reality again and you really fucking hate life. That's where I'm at right now. Mm. So I've had been having like constant cravings of going to the beach because I was at the beach for, you know, the whole time I was on vacation and like old 80s and 90s references. Well, at yeah. least like we do live like in a coastal state, like pretty close yeah. to the beach. It's not like we're in like Utah. Right. So I've been doing some exploring. Oh. So um, with my um, two friends or three friends, I went to this new gay club in Santa Monica called The Birdcage. Ah. It's so fucking rad. Yeah? It's like the Beverly Hills Hotel threw up all over this place. Wood fixtures, those plants, palm plants, or what are what are those palm trees? Tree? No, no. Palm fronds? You know those palm, you know on their wallpaper? It's like the the Beverly Hills Hotel. Uh, I've never, I don't think I've ever been there. Well, they have this wallpaper that's really famous, and it okay. has like leaves on it, like banana plant leaves or banana, banana tree leaves. leaves. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. So they have like those plants everywhere. They have like fake grass on the outdoors and a tiki bar and it sounds awesome they have like a library and they have like different like loungy um living room spaces with cool green couches that look like they're from the 70s but also modern it's really fucking cool chandeliers the whole thing so i do recommend it i was thinking of having my birthday there but it sounds really cool i really don't want to have a birthday party so that might not be on the list you don't no i don't fine that's typical me, though. You could celebrate me any other day, but not my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we did that. And so I, that, I mean, I was closer to the beach, Santa Monica, but I got to see the water. We drove down the coast a little bit. But then today I went to Hermosa Beach with my friend Isley and we went to Palos Verdes. We, this lifeguard hit on her. So he gave us like this special like tour around the area. Where we got to see some cool tide pools. And um, so that's pretty fun. And then, of course, because I have to have my nostalgia because I brought, like, the Lost Boys into my life. So now I've been listening to freaking 80s soundtracks like crazy. And Danny Hutton Hitter's song, Wouldn't It Be Good, from the Pretty in Pink soundtrack on a fucking loop. Like, literally every day. Wow, <laughs> really? so good. <laughs> And uh, yeah, and then of course I watched like License to Drive and The Money Pit. Oh, License! <laughs> oh my God, I love both of those movies so much. Yeah, that's, oh my that's been my world right God. now. I'm living in retrospect. Uh, <laughs> I love both of those movies so much. I'm a hot mess right now. But it's can been I tell you how upset fun. I was when I did my driving test that it was not like the uh, the, the computer the, no, the the computerized <laughs> thing with like the three buttons only A B or C. Oh, I know, right? Like, I wanted that. Instead, I had a piece of paper and like a Scantron. Oh, yeah. Boo. Boo. But yeah, I'm glad I did not have Uncle Phil with his coffee. Was that Uncle Phil? Or was it just another actor of the same sort of like demeanor? It was a demeanor. different guy. Yeah, it wasn't him. But yeah, it's just like, yeah. just, yeah, I remember, I haven't seen the movie in forever. It's so good. I don't ever, you know, I don't know if I've 
I have the movie on VHS, but have I ever seen the entire movie? Yes, probably. But the only thing I remembered from that film is the coffee part where he has to do the driving test and he cannot spill the coffee. You didn't remember that Heather Graham's name is Mercedes? Yes, I, I, <laughs> I did remember that. But she looks so crazy. She looks weird as a child. Yeah. Yeah. She had a big head and big eyes. She grew into those. Yeah, she did. Yeah. He goes, and I love my coffee. And he throws out, like, the, the driver test out the window. He says, now, the only thing between you and passing this is if you spill my coffee. <laughs> it's so good. So good. <laughs> so that's what I've been up to. How about you? Well, um, I actually was uh, living by myself for 10 days because Todd was out and about being awesome comedian man. Yeah. He had a little mini vacation visiting a bunch of friends in Chicago. Looked a lot. Really fun. Yeah, he was having a good time. And then he went to the Cincinnati Comedy Festival. I don't know if that's the official name for it, but he went to a comedy festival in Cincinnati. Um, and he was there for uh, another, like, what, four or five days. And so living up in Ohio, and, um, yeah, had a good time. Saw a bunch of friends and did his thing. So I was living by myself, uh, which pretty much just made it. So I was doing extremely long hours at work and um, being a neglectful father to the dog within uh, reason. And eventually, she, she, eventually I'd go home and walk her and then she'd come to work with me. Um, oh, you brought her to work? Yeah, sometimes. Oh, cute. Uh, but uh, so – but because of that, I ended up watching a lot of TV. I'm like 20 episodes into The Killing now, yeah. which is great. That's a good show. Yeah. I totally get why everyone likes it. I don't remember. I mean, I only saw the first episode, but it seemed interesting. It's good. Yeah. And it, it's, it's no license to drive, but. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> but what is? Um, if it but, doesn't have the Corys, <laughs> it might not be worth it. But now I'm trying to figure out what, like, I mean, because I'm almost halfway through the show. Because I'm 20 episodes in and there's only 44 episodes. So I'm trying to figure out like what next. So I think, well not think, I've also committed to the purchase. Uh, today the complete Blu-ray set of Battlestar Galactica arrived. That's so fucking dope. So I think that is the next big endeavor. You are in for a treat, my friend. I'm that very is excited. the best of the best when it comes to sci-fi drama. Well, and like... Uh, what made me really consider it in the first place is that my sister is not a big fan of sci-fi, mm -hmm. and um, she loved that show. And I was like, oh, it must just be kind of a, just a good show anyway, even without the sci-fi thing. And since then, I've come around on sci-fi where I actually like sci-fi. Hmm. So um, I'm really excited about seeing it. Plus, it'll be kind of fun to see a show that had like, you know, um, I guess a lot of the cast of Battlestar didn't really go on to do a lot of other stuff yet. I mean, because it had, you know... So some of them. Yeah, it had some established people already, like with Edward James Olmos and uh, Mary McDonald. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, Jamie Bamber's not doing a whole lot. No. Which is a bummer. Yeah. But wait, you're trying to tell me that it wasn't my Caprica 6 cosplay that didn't turn you on to the show? I. Is that the blonde Cylon lady? Yes. That was excellent. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know anything about that character, and unfortunately. You will. I'm very excited about it. Um, but yeah, so I was watching a lot of TV, a lot of, you know, a lot of the killing and, um, and then, um, a lot of times while I was watching the killing, I was scanning records into my collection on Discogs, just small housekeeping kind of shit. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I'm trying to keep better track of my collection. Okay. And then also I'm desperately, desperately seeking Susan. Seeking Susan. Exactly. Uh, have you seen that movie recently, by the way? No. It's fucking terrible. 
Is it? Yeah, I, I think I watched it maybe like eight years ago, and I was like, oh, this movie's just bad. Like, the reason why people saw it is because Madonna was in it. Is that where she had the really bad Jersey accent? Uh, that was, I think, Who's That Girl? Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. Which I will see that because Griffin Dunn is in it. Ah. Uh, and I love him. Okay. Um, but no, I'm, I'm, I've been de- very desperately trying to get through the book It. Oh, yeah. In time for the movie. You were, what, 400 pages in last time we talked? Yeah, I've made more progress. Uh, I'm currently, drumroll please. Maybe you're at 300. I think I was at 400. I'm at page 699 right now. So 700. Yeah, uh, 47% of the way through the book. So um, I'm still listening. Like, I'm reading it, and I'm also having... it's 1,400 pages? The the version I'm reading on the Kindle, I believe, is a paperback formatted version, which Mm. is 1,400 pages. I think we went over that Yeah, because the hardcover is like 1,100. Gotcha. Um, So I'm still doing the thing where I'm reading the Kindle, and I'm having then the audiobook read to me. I'm still having Stephen Weber read at one and a half speed, trying to shave some time off. You should do two. Well, I think I'm about to up it to maybe... You should have the chipmunks read to you. On the upside, when you speed it up, it doesn't raise the pitch. He just starts talking really fast. Like, they cut oh. out... I guess they cut out stuff in between. Lulls and things. And also, I mean, he just starts... It's almost like he's interrupting himself. Gotcha. Which, uh, the it is actually really great when um, you're dealing with stuff that's uh, spoken by Bill. Because the character Bill has a... in When he's a kid, he has a stutter. Yeah. And... He, oh, it takes a while to pronounce each word. And Stephen Weber <laughs> does a... He does a killer stutter on the the recording but it doesn't change the fact that like as a listener it can be very very aggravating to listen to and speeding it up does cut right through that which is kind of nice um do you remember what what was that jonathan brandis didn't he play that kid in the original it no he was not in that uh seth green was in who was the kid who played the one with the stutter who had georgie was his his um i don't think it was jonathan brandis i don't know who it was though uh, well, Todd recently rewatched the miniseries, and I chose not to watch it since I'm reading the book. Uh, um, I've not seen the miniseries probably since I'm guessing 1994. I've got to look this up because I think I watched the It miniseries after I watched and loved the miniseries for The Stand. Oh, yeah, that didn't captivate me as much as a killer clown. Well, so. the like The Stand actually, I think the general idea of The Stand is so much scarier to me. Because the idea of a plague or a super flu, yeah, that's actually much scarier to me scary. than a demon With that takes the, the form of a clown. In your town. Yeah, yeah, like that. The stand was. I oh, know. I'm thinking of Needful Things. Oh, I love Needful Things. Yeah, that's actually my favorite Stephen King book ever. Really? Yes, I love The Dark Tower. But if you're if we're talking single books here. Needful things. It was also Jonathan Brandis. Was it him? Yeah. Crazy. I did not know that. Oh, and I had such a crush on him. Um. But it, the uh, of all the the things um, of all the Stephen King stuff, yet Needful Things was the first one I ever read of his. Also, uh, well, I was in he... I was in sixth grade and I read Needful Things. That happens. Yeah, yeah, and you never forget your first. It was no. fucking amazing. I love that book. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever read a Stephen King novel all the way through. Really? Oh, that's a lie. I read Dolores Claiborne. It's like Todd just asked me today if we had Dolores Claiborne. I was like, we only have the book. We don't have the movie. The movie's great. The movie is great. Yeah. Um, and, Kathy Bates. And is that time. David Strathairn? Is he the husband? Ooh, Am I crazy? I don't know. You I got can't. the computer. Oh. I was just curious. It could be. Because yeah. that's, her, well, yeah, Kathy Bates and Jennifer Jason Lee, right? Uh, Kathy Bates, Jennifer Jason Lee, and dun, 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 dun. drum roll, please. I have no clue. Who is the husband? Uh, Christopher Plummer. 
No, he's way too old, isn't he? No, he is not way too old. GD Christopher Plummer, David Stratham. 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 Yeah. Is that who you said? David Stratham. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The dad from the River Wild. You got it. Oh yeah. I love that movie. So yeah, but I haven't. Oh, seen... John C. Riley was in it too. What? I have not seen Dolores Claiborne in so long. Oh my god. I feel I need to. It's like all the same people. I need to. I wonder if Kevin that. Bacon's in this. <laughs> so Meryl Streep. So anyways, yeah, been trying to, you know, just, um, it, I was going a little less on the, the video games for the last couple of, like, last, I guess, week and a half, because I've been so trying to um, make progress in reading and stuff. That's cool. I did play a new game. Well, it's not new, but it's new to me, and I just, I don't know if I can get into it. Just Cause 3. You're not digging it? Is it it's, too much? It's a little bit shaky. It, the controls are a little bit iffy. And it's, uh, I, I, I could probably get into it, but because there are so many better games that I could play, it's hard for me to want to play this game about this macho man who has macho friends and everything's so macho machismo. And I'm just like, I can't get into the character. It is hard to justify getting into that game now, um, just because there is so much. There's so much. But that tethering thing where you can blow shit up, that... That is fun. Now, what makes that game so fun is the sort of playground quality of it. Yeah. Like, one of my favorite YouTube videos of that game, I believe it's called like Instant Cow Karma or something like that, oh my God. where he puts a bunch of like these sort of rocket things on a cow and it starts blasting around. And then as soon as it comes back, it like hits him as it explodes and it kills him. Oh my goodness. It's like, don't slap. Instant cow karma. Yeah, don't slap those things on cows. They will come and get you. Amazing. It's like so. the chickens and. A link to the past. Yeah, don't fuck with them. They will kill you. They will you. get you. They'll get you. But yeah, so um, so I guess we're on to what are we playing? Are, are you playing anything else right now? Um, well, yeah. Um, no. But I was watching Keith play Uncharted Lost Legacy, and he played it on easy mode, and it just really ticked me off. What you watching, Bill? I watch. I'm loading up Instant Karma Cow. Oh. He put a bunch of rockets on a cow's butt. And then off it goes, oh, flying around, this is so good. and it comes right back. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> and it explodes and kills him. Oh my god! Do yeah. you think it does that for any cow or just that particular that was, cow? That was just a lucky thing where that's how the physics worked out. So uh, wow. that clip, for those of you watching at home, uh, it is called Karma Cow. Parenthetical, just cause three. Let's post it. But if you look up Karma Cow, you will find it. That's so funny. And we can post it to the Twitters because it's amazing. It's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, but um, Keith yes. played Lost Legacy on easy mode. Well. You shouldn't do that. I'm. Are you that girl, too? I'm currently playing Uncharted The Lost Legacy. If you say easy mode, I swear to God I'm, above. I'm playing it on light mode, which. Is the same damn thing. No, easy mode is explorer mode. I'm not on explorer mode. I just have zero patience for dying from the action in Uncharted because I don't think the shooting in it is that good anymore. But and so I just I have don't even zero think I died once. In the, I think I died twice the whole time in Lost Legacy on normal mode. I normally start on normal and then I kick it down. But I was just like, you know what? I just want to experience the game. Did you collect the medallions? You just skipped right through it, didn't you? I am currently in the Western Gats. Gats. I'm in the big map. Okay, yeah. That's where the you find the medallions all over. The open world yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, which I have to say, I don't love 
an open world for Uncharted. Mm. It's similar to how um, uh, I like I love Batman Arkham Asylum. Yeah, because it's such a well curated, like super Metroid kind of game. Yeah, it's like there's nothing in there that is extraneous. And then they gave us Arkham City, which the game itself of Arkham City was fine. I do not think Batman needed an open world game. He did not need an entire city to play in. Um, so Arkham City, like I liked a lot of what it did, but it did too much. Gotcha. Um, Arkham Knight, I think, handled that better. But like now we're going. But that was also Rebel. open world. It was, but you had the Batmobile now instead of you know, and even then, like Batmobile stuff kind of over lasted its welcome a bit. But um, yeah, I think Batman was best when he was like very limited. And when I play Uncharted, I kind of expect like a little bit of a corridor shooter. Like I kind of want an extremely linear game. I don't like that. I even though that game does have an open world situation in it it is still very linear well i know but right now i'm having a hard time like it's literally a snake and in the center is where he ate the cow and you're in the cow right now (laughs) well i'm trying to figure out like right now how to get to the upper place i need to be and i can't find the fucking road that isn't like blocked by water or rocks and it's driving me crazy like really yeah i did one of the three places i needed to go in the western ghats uh, and then I have not done the other two, um, but I also just sort of stopped. I was like, I have to take a break. Um, the game is stunning. It is absolutely Aren't gorgeous. They funny too. Yeah, I, I am enjoying their their um, their sort of banter. Yeah. Uh, and um, and yeah, like after we recorded last time, you hung out at least to see the 4K HDR yes. situation on the Pro, um, which it is beautiful. Like it is a good looking game, and it is honestly like a huge improvement visually over uncharted 4 which is it's crazy saying something because uncharted 4 was really nice looking yeah it was beautiful and just wait till you pass this area you're in because things get really ornate coming up and it's like wow there's like you know when in a game if you see a wall it's the wall's pretty but in Uncharted Lost Legacy, you see the wall, but then you see the, the craftsmanship, and then you see, like, the foreground of the wall. It's like a three-layer wall. Mm. It, they're really, it gets really nice. Well, and I actually got to, have to say, I was enjoying, um, and I have not, I can't say this about a previous Uncharted game, really, and mean it. I actually really enjoyed the stealthy quality of uh, the last encounter I did, because um, I was doing one of the, uh, you know, three things you have to do in the Western Gat. Mm-hmm or gats i don't know if it's singular or plural whatever in that area and um you can hide in tall grass and mark enemies and uh silently take them down yeah marking's new yeah i really like that feature and um i was able to like i was able to get probably maybe 70 percent of the way through it before the firefight happened and then on the way out i was actually able to stealth my way out which was cool and you know me, just guns, guns blazing. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I started Uncharted Lost Legacy. I'm enjoying it. Um, I think Todd's probably playing it like right now. Oh yeah, because uh, when he landed and got back, I was like, "There's a game you're gonna want to play," and he was like, "Well, what is it?" And I told him, and he was like, "What? That's out!" So mm-hmm. he's very excited about a lot. playing that. And Missed I did a lot. And I did a little bit of Hey Pikmin as well because that is still happening on the 3DS, and it's cute. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Before I forgot, it's we're back in the last section, Game of Thrones. Oh shit! Season is over. Can you believe that? No. And did you hear the dirty little rumor that we might not get the next season or the final season? Two years. Still 2019. Yeah. What the fuck? That's nuts. Not okay. But each episode's two hours long. I've heard. Yeah, I heard 90 minutes or something like that, like feature length. 
Yeah. Is the rumor. We will see. Is the rumor. But it's what, five, six episodes? Six. And, whoa. I am ready. Gimme. Like. Gimme, gimme. So many things happened in this last episode. Like, it's nuts. Yeah. So, I'm, uh yeah. I know we're speaking broadly still, just in case. Uh, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm definitely ready for that final season. I'm also ready for Westworld to come back. But that's not until next year. So that makes me sad. I really want to talk about Jamie Lannister. There's so much to talk about with that character. Let's park. Let's let let's not go into specifics for like let's say I don't like a month okay. or so. And like then honestly like you had your chance. Because everybody else is talking about it. I know, but I, there's still some people at work who've not watched the finale yet. Unacceptable. Which I mean it is only Tuesday, but still. But I, I was thought you surprised. said the day after it's oh, it's go well, time. No, like we speak freely about it on Mondays and if you haven't watched it it's kind of on you. Mm-hmm. Um but uh one of my one of my editors actually has not watched it yet cuz his fiance doesn't watch. So he has to sort of find a time, I guess, when she doesn't care. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, so he hasn't watched it yet. He doesn't mind if you spoil stuff for him, but still, I, you know, I tend to stop talking around people who haven't watched it yet because I'm a good person. Yeah. Good call. Does he listen to the podcast? He does not. Then he doesn't, then doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) He still matters to me. Um, but yeah, so more on the gamey front, um, today... A game arrived that I have no idea when I'm going to find time to play, but I bought it because the day one edition was a steel book, and I love a steel book. Oh, uh, it's usually um, Final Fantasy to steel books. Uh, it is a Sega title. It is a Jap- very Japanese game, though. It is. Um, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation. Um, it's Asakuma Rice. It is a remake of the, I believe, the first uh, Yakuza or Yakuza game. And I, I believe the title is Yakuza Kiwami. Okay. I believe, yeah, it's it's a remake for PS4 of the first game of that series, is what mm-hmm. I believe it is. I've heard good things. I'm really excited about playing because I've never played any game in that series. And it was like 30 bucks or something. And it came in a steelbook. And I was like, you give me. You give me that. But while you're buying that, have you played Night Trap? No, I wanted to play Night Trap with you, so I have not played it yet. Wait, how do you spell Nakazuma? Yaka. Y- Yakuza? Yeah. It's like Yakuza, Y-A-K-U-Z-A. Oh, that's it, yeah. And then Kiwami, K-I-W-A-M-I. Got it. I just want to remember what this is. Oh, duh. Yeah. yeah. So it's that series. It's like an open world, I believe, sort of GTA, but Japan. But like, it's a little bit more like, uh, yeah. almost like Shenmue, though. It's very, like, very story-heavy. I've heard they they just get better. Like they're up to like entry six, I think, in the series now. And they've also done uh, zero, so it might be like seven games in the series or something like that. Hmm. They've made a bunch, and um, I know everyone who like who plays them loves them. He's gonna be your new crush. I can already tell. Nah, he's kind of weird looking. Really? Yeah, I think it's very much. He looks like a Sega arcade character, which is a very specific look, like from Tekken. Yeah, like it's a very, <laughs> it's a very dated sort of look. Like I feel like uh, his model hasn't really evolved a whole lot since yeah. it was first developed. That hair is very nineties, <laughs> you know. So, um, but yeah, I uh, so well, have fun with that. I will. Um, but yeah, so that arrived, and most importantly, game-wise this week, I've not received my copy yet, but I'm freaking out, because, let's see here, uh, yesterday, for those of you listening on the day of release, Mario and Rabbids 
Kingdom Rush got released for the Switch. Yes, it did. And I am stupid amounts of excited about it. Do you know anything about this game? Okay, but before you get into it, I don't know if it's just age and I'm just not into the kitty games anymore. Mario games are not kitty games. They're all ages games. No, I agree. They look like kitty games, though. But they, I don't know. Like, they're I, colorful, yes. Don't get me wrong, when I play them, they're a pain in the ass because they're really tough still, especially if you have like multiple players going through it. But by myself, I just can't imagine playing them by myself unless it's like party mode. Well, this is a game that's meant to be played single player. There's limited co-op. Really? Like That's you, a first. Do you know what this game is? Well, I know the first Rapids, Rapids was total party mode. This is this is different. This is totally different. So it's Mario plus Rapids. So obviously, like, you know, Rapids are a Ubisoft title or Ubisoft yeah. franchise. And then um, from Rayman. Yeah. And Mario, of course, is, you know, the biggest star in all the video games. Uh, so there's Who? like, <laughs> you know, uh, Mario. Who's that? Mario Mario? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So there's some sort of portal, it seems, and uh, it pulls Mario and his friends into another dimension. And uh, in that, so in this game, uh, there are eight playable characters that I'm aware of. Uh, Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Yoshi. And four rabid versions of all of them. So there's a rabid Mario that's wearing like a hat and he has a mustache. I did see the pictures, yes. And uh, there is rabid. It looks cute. Princess is funny. Yeah, rabid Luigi, rabid Yoshi, rabid Peach. Yeah. And um, the gameplay, though, is like XCOM. It's turn-based... Uh, it's almost like a board game. It's tactical. Oh, tactics. Yeah, it's, it's like I a... I do love tactics. It's a turn-based, take cover behind walls... You have X amount of percentage of a chance of hitting somebody with your weapon. They all have guns. I might love that because I love General Chaos. And it is this, like, it's a very, very uh, strategic game. So it's using XCOM's playstyle, but with the Mario universe with a rabid sense of humor. Okay, see, I had no clue this yeah. was like a puzzle game. Uh, fun fact, Tactics on Metacritic, puzzle. it has the same score as The Lost Legacy. Shut it down. Yeah. They're both rocking to 85 right now. That's dope. Yeah. Like, and a little bit of a shameless work plug. We made the Mario and Rabbids accolade trailer that is currently live. Yeah. So if you want to Google that shit, it's awesome. Maybe you should post it. Probably. Um, (laughs) And yeah, so it's, I already did post it to my personal Facebook page. Well, that doesn't help the podcast. Well, fine. Does it? Um, But yeah, it's um, like, I. I I produced the trailer for it, um, but I didn't actually get a chance to play it yet. My game capture guys did that. And so um, I'm actually really excited that I haven't played it yet because I cannot wait to get my hands on it. It's exclusive to the Switch. Um, and Which is why I won't be able to get it. No. Um, because you know me and Nintendo products. They just yeah. don't fall into my hands anymore. But I'm very, very excited about getting to play that. Like That is um, a game I've been looking forward to for many weeks now. And um, also I've wanted to... Scream from the from scream from the rooftops that I got to work on a Mario title. Yeah, oh yeah, like, that is big. That's a biggie. That's that's a first for me. So I'm I'm really excited hmm. um, that I got to work on that, and the piece is cool, and the game looks to be just a blast. Well, I'm a little bit more interested now that I know what this game is. Well, and seriously, after the podcast, you'll have to watch my trailer because it's great yeah. and it's funny. It's a funny trailer. Yeah, rabbits are pretty funny. They're like minions. It's, it was so funny. Someone at work was like, they're like minions. I was like, oh, they actually 
are. They're very much like minions, although mm-hmm. they predate minions. They do. Minions are minions ripping off are some rabbits. Like rabbits. I think we can all agree on that. But yeah, and the fact that like now they do rabbits kind of wearing the the wardrobe and looks of another character is just so cool cuz like they're really funny cuz they're taking this sort of like iconography that we know and just making it kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. So, very very excited about that. Woohoo. Cute. Yeah. Love that. So, um you have someone to teach me? I do. Are you ready to learn? I am ready to learn. Student. The sensei is here. <laughs> All right. Soon wax I will on, be the master, though. Wax off. Uh, yeah. The word of the week is uh missing theme. <laughs> I was like, how do I pronounce it? Theme. Theme. Yeah. T h e i n e. It's noun. T h e i n e. Huh. Theme. I have no idea. Is it like? Is it? I'm going to ask some questions now. Yeah. Is it is it like a geographical no. thing? Okay, no. Is it like an idea? No. So it's not like an abstract kind of it's thing. It's part of it's part of a beverage. What? Okay, I have no clue and now I'm fascinated. The definition of theme is caffeine, especially in tea. Huh. And the origin because I was like, well, how? Like what the fuck does that mean? Because- well, they say caffeine. But yeah, go ahead. Well, okay, so well, theme comes from the new Latin term or word, thea or t t h e a, and in is the new Latin term for the chemicals that make up caffeine. Huh. In like the periodic table or some crazy shit like that. <laughs> Very chemical. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So theme I'm is never going to be able to use that. Why? It's a noun. It's caffeine and tea. That's very specific. You go to the, to the coffee bean and say, how much theme is in this tea? And they're going to think I'm saying like thing or that I have like a lisp or something. Well, if they know their teas as well as they should, they should know what theme is. I don't think that's a requirement for most people in uh, a uh, food service type really? role. You I don't know. Who knows? Maybe Starbucks is training the fuck out of people and no one's ever thought to ask I mean, them about their theme. I mean, tea is the big thing right now. I'm a tea drinker. There. You should have known what theme is. I know. I feel like I'm letting letting down the uh, the the tea club. Yeah. Oh well, that's okay. I also I should I'm laying down the tea club because I've never shown up to a meeting. Just don't teabag anybody in Boo. the tea club. <laughs> don't you limit me? <laughs> don't get, you limit my experience? Yeah. Get your laws off my butt. <laughs> get your laws off my face. Oh, out of my face. Out of my face. <laughs> so um, I got some vinyl frontier news. Yeah, go for it. So um. The Vinyl Frontier. I was waiting for the theme song. I really kind of was. I was like, wait, wait. uh, Do I start talking? There we go. There we go. Um, Okay, so uh, from I Am 8-Bit, from my buddies, uh, I just got uh, the soundtrack to the game Runbow, which is very cute. And then um, the one that's very much more exciting, though, is the soundtrack to Sunset Riders. Ooh, that is a great soundtrack. And it's a clear 10-inch record in a um, a sleeve that has die-cut bullet holes in it. That's so fucking dope. It's and do you know what's on that same vein? I was just going to ask, because it probably came around the same time. I was going to ask if they did um, a vinyl for Cruise in USA. Not yet, but oh my god, I would buy that. That would be great. At this point, I don't think, I don't think there's been any like 
Nintendo published stuff. Although, well, kind of, because they've done some stuff by Rare, which Rare developed Cruising USA, I believe. Ah. Or no, was that Midway? I don't remember anymore. It might have been Midway who did the home video version or home the home game version, but I think it was developed by Rare. I could be wrong. Um, but like, because yeah, Rare games have had Banjo Kazooie, Perfect Dark, uh, and Killer Instinct. Yeah. Which, of course, those were all initially published by Nintendo. Hmm. But like, I guess the soundtracks reverted back to Rare. So, oh, I would love the Cruise. That USA. would be a soundtrack I would want. Yep. For totes. Um, and then. Also on the vinyl frontier. Are you looking at who made like it? Looks like it was Midway. Midway. Okay, so it was a Midway the title. Unit. Well, boo. I want is. that. Gimme. Yeah. Um, the uh, this is not a video game soundtrack that has been announced, but it is a fun piece of vinyl, and it ties into our you know LGBTQ kind of scene. Yes. Um, there is a label who is currently reissuing soundtracks by apparently the man who has. Uh, changed the face and like the sound of gay porn soundtracks. He was the one who like introduced instead of like the sort of slappy bass bounce chicka bounce kind of you know mm-hmm, thing that mm-hmm. you expect from porn. It's more like techno-y. It's more. It's all synthesizers, and it was late seventies when this was sort of a thing. I guess it was sort of the forefront of video. Yeah, and yeah. so he introduced a sort of synthesizer. I mean, what sound. are you talking about? I have no idea what yeah, you're I've saying. I've never seen porn, uh, <laughs> and so uh, yeah, like I just bought. Um, I can't think what his name is. His last name is Cowley. And, um, but yeah, they are. I love how you're buying the porn soundtracks, but not the actual porn. Oh my God. It's such a fun novelty to have. <laughs> like, I cannot wait to have these because it's just going to be so weird. Patrick Cowley, uh, they're, they're doing the soundtracks to School Days, Afternooners, and Muscle Up. Okay. And uh yeah. That sounds like a good time. So, Had by all. They're all sold through Bandcamp and um I think two of the three of them are shipping pretty soon, the other one's shipping in October. I'm very excited about having gay porn soundtracks on How vinyl. How the fuck did you find this, by the way? Uh it actually showed up in my news feed. There's a a website I follow called Toll Road and um it is usually it's gay interest stories. Ah. And they tend to do like it, it is funny whenever someone sees me read the this website because um, I read it in my, my RSS feed cause I use, um, Feedly to aggregate all of my news feeds. Okay. So I just read every article once and i never see the same thing again. So I have to keep going to websites. Yeah. Um, and they do a, a daily sort of like news collection. Cause like they'll do articles, you know, of their own of just like, uh, news, like article fill in the blank. I don't know. I, I can't think of one right now. Um, like, you know, <laughs> just one article and that'll be a thing. Yeah, yeah. But they also do things of like, well, they'll list things and it'll be like, you know, Harry Styles, Hurricane Harvey, gay porn soundtracks. And like, that's the name of it. And you're like, what the fuck is this? And then you see like the whole, like it's one long list of just like single sentences, each with a hyperlink. So you'd be mm. like, oh, why Princess Diana is still a champion to gays. Next article, or, you know, in the same thing of like a li- next link, Harry Styles, shirtless on Instagram, next link. Yeah, yeah. Gay porn totally. soundtracks getting reissued. And I read that and I was like, well, what is this? Um, but the vinyl frontier. It is hilarious, though, in that, like, at the end of all of those things, which some of those are real news, some of them are just like, oh, the new American Horror Story teasers are out. Um, at the very end, they always have, like, you know, Muscle Monday or whatever. Like, you know, they, they do, like, an Instagram like a collection of Instagram photos of some like muscly model. And they do one of those like every day and they have like a cute name for all of them, like muscle Monday or whatever. And, uh, or model Monday or whatever the fuck. And, um, 
inevitably whenever i'm just happen to be like you know scrolling through just like my newsfeed really fast someone will suddenly see a bunch of like pictures of a guy in like a speedo and like what are you looking at i was like i swear Uh in the same article just above it is actually a bunch of real news Mm. unfortunately they just toss a bunch of eye candy at the very bottom which makes (laughs) me look like a creep uh creeping at work huh but yeah like it is a it is a good like toll road is a great website if you're into you know gay interest stories that's cool. Yeah, it's a good website. Yeah. And they'll tell you when gay porn soundtracks get reissued, apparently. Sweet. Did us good. Right? Seriously, I'm excited. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my Vinyl Frontier news. That's dope. So. I think we should all have porn soundtracks in our life. Right? Yeah. Like, I was just, I was talking about it with somebody, and I was like, and I have mentioned, like, kind of what a fun novelty it is, and their response was, good for parties. And I don't know why. The next person I mentioned that to, they. Good for parties. They pretty much said, like, that'd be great for parties. Like, yeah. who? Like, I love that everyone's just like, yeah, toss on the porn soundtrack, your next shindig. Yeah. Why not? You might get an orgy. Hey. You never know. Seriously, things could get porny. That's right. (laughs) Might as well set the flame. Porny is a great word, by the way. Did you make it up? No. Oh. Sorry. Porny. I feel I let you down. (laughs) So, um... What you looking forward to? Anything? I'm looking forward to playing Mario and Rabbids. Wait, you might, oh. well, you might as well go over what's coming out. All right, cool. All yeah. right, so um, calendar-wise, between now and the next podcast, yeah, uh, two titles that are noteworthy coming out uh, on September 5th is Knack 2, the sequel that I don't think anyone asked for. Nobody asked for Knack 1. And I actually played through all of Knack 1. Hmm. I actually finished that game. And? I, Consensus. Look at me. Do I look? You look. And un- yeah, I look like a ruined wreck of a man. You look- I'm not saying I blame Knack, <laughs> but I am going to say that Knack. It was the beginning. Did not make of me. It, Knack did not make me any better. <laughs> so do with that what you will. I'm a horrifically damaged man, <laughs> and I don't. I'm not going to blame the game. I'm just going to so, say the game didn't fix me. Give a synopsis. Knack is a very cute game that seems like it's geared towards kids Mm -hmm. with a fairly unpleasant difficulty curve at times which does not support its kid focused narrative okay it is i mean it was it was it made sense as a launch title for the ps4 because it seems like it was trying to show off what the ps4 could do since you had a character made of particles gotcha and so it was cute there was a lot of like things of it that could have gone right but just as a whole it didn't really add up Especially not when you have such amazing all-ages games for the PlayStation, like Ratchet and Clank. Like, just comparing it to Ratchet and Clank, like, it's a no-brainer. Of course, there was no Ratchet and Clank for PS4 at launch. Um, it kind of looks very, like, um, Minecrafty almost, but more detail. I mean, it's very... It is a detailed game. I mean, like, they, they have some high-quality textures and stuff. It's just... It didn't feel fully realized... Um, and may, I don't know, maybe it was rushed out to get in time for launch. I know Knack 2 is actually adding a two-player mode, which makes sense. That's a game that kind of needs, doesn't need, I think it, but it, I think, uh... It'll add to it. Well, and it's kind of going for this sort of family play kind of thing, and it makes sense to have a co-op experience where, like, parent and child or something can play this game together. And I do think most games that are aimed all ages should support multiplayer. I can't tell you how many times, you know, it's like, oh, get one that your sister can play too kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. And so, um, Knack 2, I'm glad it exists. I'm not its audience. Hmm. That's the short of it. 
on that okay. one. Coming out at $40, so it's nice. It's not a $60 title. It's a $40 title. Comes out on September 5th. And uh, so, yeah, Knack is back. All right. I find the rhyme helps. People seem to like it. Yeah, I mean, so. I, ha- I think it, I imagine it has a very dedicated, a, sm- uh, a small, very passionate fan base. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm more than willing to give it a shot. Like, uh, Knack 1 was, you know, I mean, I played through it. It's not like it was the worst thing ever happened to me. It just, you know, wasn't my favorite game. Hmm. Um, and then also, technically this comes out when the next episode comes out. But close enough, we'll probably mention it again. Destiny 2 comes out on a Wednesday. Comes out on a Wednesday for some reason. Because it's special. So why not? So yeah, uh, Destiny 2 comes out on September 6th. I know I've pre-ordered my copy. Hmm. I'm very excited. Have you already bought yours? Uh... It's my gift from my brother for my birthday. But have you not, like, registered the code? Oh, my or... birthday will have already passed by the next podcast. That's depressing. Well, I already gave you your gift. I know. And you've already beaten it. It's you so beat my good. gift. Before my birthday. Seriously. No, but I'm still playing your gift. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Mm. So. Are you using that for the multiplayer, or are you using Uncharted 4 for the multiplayer? Okay, so Or do they sync up? I'm glad you brought this up because I wanted to and I forgot. This is very important. This is very important. So, yes. Lost Legacy, you could play it. You can play multiplayer and it all syncs up. Cool. Except small things like if you name your loadouts, different names. Like I have the sassy loadout, the sexy loadout, the stunning loadout. They're all S's. Oh, sissy loadout. The sissy loadout? So good. Um... But if you open it in Uncharted Lost Legacy, it just says loadout one, two, three. It, it doesn't say that info. Did you rename them? Well, we have bigger problems on our hands. Oh, no. So if you play with other players who do not have Uncharted Lost Legacy, oh. you have to stop that multiplayer, put in your disc, and log into the multiplayer mode in Uncharted 4. That's a little weird. And so they're working on a patch as we speak to fix that little conundrum. Well, that's good. Yes, because it is quite the problem. Yeah, that seems like such a strange... Uh... Problem. Yeah, it's a strange yeah. choice. Yeah, it's a strange situation. So, but yeah, that's what's going on with that game, and I'm glad you brought it up because that's kind of important. Yeah. So those are my those are my upcoming releases. Um, I have a handful of news stuff. Do you have any newsy things to discuss? I do. Ooh. Um. So there was a rumor going out that the Game of Thrones is getting an RPG by Bethesda. I would play that. It's not. It's not true. Then I guess I won't play that. You will not be playing but, it. But I mean, I would. I would have. Apparently, Target um put out this this advertisement for Bethesda Game of Thrones on the U.S. shopping chain in on online, which bad bad Target which was like some complete hoax on their part. And Target had to put a statement saying, this is not a real product. We're sorry for any confusion. Boo. Boo. So there goes that. That's debunked. And then, did you know that there's a new Walking Dead augmented reality video game? I did not Coming know out? That. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Uh, so augmented reality. So is that for like the... For your phone? Yeah. So it's kind of like the scary spirit ones where you see them in your place. Oh, night terrors. Night yeah. terrors. Well, this is kind of the same thing, except um, I'm going to quote this from 
the article. Uh, the game will use your phone's camera to show you the walkers lurking behind the wherever you're at. This they say the avocados in the grocery store, wherever. And then characters from the TV show, including Rick, Daryl, and Michonne, will also appear to assist you on your quest. And throughout the game, you can pick up supplies and new weapons to kill the walkers. All right, then. So it's like a, yeah. Because I don't know, in the Night Terrors one? I haven't played it yet. You don't kill them. They're just in there, right? They're just there. Yeah. This one's actual interactive. So it's like a game, game. less of an, a horror experience. Which is kind of exciting, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like something I will not be playing, but I can see why people would want to play it. Yeah. And that's my news. All right, then. Well, I have a, I have a couple newsy things. So, um, Supergiant Games, uh, our favorite developer, is behind Until Dawn yes. and Rush of Blood. Yes. Have announced they have uh, two games coming to PlayStation VR, I believe, both by the end of the year. Yes. I'm on board. Uh, one of them is, I believe, a cover-based sort of shooter type, which I don't know if I'm super excited about, but I'm kind of willing to give, them a, give it a go because I like that developer. Okay. Um, I forgot what it's called already because it, it sounds like a very sort of your standard sort of military shooter, uh, whatever its name is. But the other one is called The Inpatient, or just Inpatient, rather, and it comes out November 21st. We watched the trailer before we recorded. Yes, we did. It is a pretty creepy-looking hospital horror kind of thing, which I'm into. Reminded me of that other one where you sneak into the asylum. What was that called? Oh, Outcry? Out- Outlast. Outlast. It does look fairly Outlasty. Yeah. Um, and uh, but yeah, PlayStation VR from Supergiant Games. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and just say approved. Approved. Yep, I'm, I'm approving that right now. I approve any scary game. Right? I like, do not play them very often, but I like that they're out there and I can go on Twitch and watch other people get shit scared out of they're them. They're so fun to watch. Yes. Um, and so, yeah. Approved. And I know Todd loves watching me play them and I kind of hate playing them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's the thing. Um, See, I like playing the horror shooters. So I can do Dead Space. You should like be able to defend yourself. Yes, I can do Prey. I can do probably um, some of the, not all of them, but some of the Resident Evils. Oh, Resident Evil 7 is still so good. Yeah, but I cannot do the sneaky, weaky, like that fucking watchtower. Clock tower. What the fuck ever. (laughs) Someday we're going to get that right. Every time I think it's clock tower, I'm like, no, because I have to correct myself. Nope. (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) So, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm never going to get that. Am nope, I? never. I don't think it's going to happen. That's okay. Uh, there are worse things. Next I bit could of get news. Teabagged. <laughs> next bit of news. Um, I read uh, the headline on this. I've not read the article yet. I'm totally that guy. Um, I will read the article because I, I am very interested in what it's about. But this is just an interesting thing to point out to people. Um, so a writer for Valve released a plot summary for what half-life 3 was going to be was going to be or is going to be uh at this point he doesn't work at valve anymore i think so he released i I believe he doesn't work at valve anymore i really do need to read the article um but uh there is it would have helped with your explanation of the article totally (laughs) um but there is a a writer from valve released information about half-life that may or may not be true Take it with a grain of salt, <laughs> but um, I'm definitely looking forward to reading it because at this point, I don't think we're ever going to get a Half-Life 3. 
It just, I don't believe that. I think some other developer is going to purchase like the franchise and make it. Yeah, I don't know. I feel it's like that popular. But I feel like if it was that, like it is that popular. But for some reason, Valve isn't making it, and what I is don't Valve know what working on. They're probably just supporting Dota two at this point. Uh, but like the big oh. joke, the big joke is that Valve can't count to three because they made Left 4 Dead one and two. They made Half Life one and two, That's and then they did Half Life two episode one, episode two as add ons. They done Portal one, two, Dota one, two. Dota is a big thing right well, now. Dota is a massive game. It's massive, especially. I was reading an article on the um, esports. Oh yeah, yeah. Dota. No, it's it's huge. Two point two million dollar prize. Fuck you. I'm gonna start playing Dota. And then what? Uh, they also did. Uh, what was another one? Uh, Team Fortress Two. Like they always go up to two. So yeah. two point two million. It is a big. It's all twos. It's a big joke that they don't know how to count to three. Maybe it's like some sign or signal. Maybe they're aliens. <laughs> And they're sending us a message. Well, I'm ready for Half-Life 3. That's my message to them. Like a Morse code. Yes, you give me beep, dee, 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 Give me, give me, give me. Two, two. Give me. So there's that. And in news from people who can count past two. That's me. Me too. Oh, my God. We should be friends. We're so smart. Netflix has released a kind of strange trailer. Not a great trailer. Oh, I have. Okay, yes. But uh, announcing and showing a few shots from each episode from Black Mirror Season 4. Ooh, I need to finish Season 3. What? I know, I'm pathetic. Oh, Season 3 is so good. Because I can't get past the first couple of them because they're so good. I keep watching them over and over, especially the first one, Nosedive. Oh, Nosedive is so good. So good. God, that, that episode is I've seen up. it probably four or five times. I think that might be my favorite episode of the season. And I think it's the one that won like a, an Emmy or something. Uh, no, the, the episode that, that's nominated for an Emmy or two Emmys, I think, is San Junipero. Mm. Which is a strange episode for Black Mirror because it's not nearly as depressing as every single other episode. Have I seen that one? I don't know. I don't know either. It's about uh, the girl from Halt and Catch Fire. And um, I can't remember her name, but she's awesome. Her name is, I think her first name is Gugu, like G-U-G-U. Lady Gaga. No, no way, oh. you're way off. Oh. She uh, asked too, you know. <laughs> but like, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it takes place a lot in the 80s. Ooh. Um, and I haven't seen it. It is, it is an episode that it, once you see it, you'll probably freak out about it like everybody else did because it's a good episode. Okay, I haven't seen it. And it is very different for your average Black Mirror episode. Season three? Yep. Yeah. I want to say it's like episode four. Yeah, Hmm. I think it's episode four. Speaking of Netflix, I have not seen it yet, but Death Note is out also. Which, unfortunately, I hear is terrible. I've, I've, yes. Yeah, which I'm I'm really bummed because I don't know anything about Death Note. I didn't... But the demon thing is super cool looking. It's, yeah, super creepy. And I um, like the director. The The anime series, I know everybody loved it, but I honestly did not care for it that much. Mm. But I saw, I watched the whole thing, and I was like, it didn't do anything for me. Well, see, I hear the movie is a problem. I hear it stuffs too much into one movie. Mm. Um, but I love the director, because he did Your Next. He did the Blair Witch remake, which I didn't love. But um, he's done a lot of things for, like... Wait, what Blair Witch remake? The remake, just Blair Witch. Isn't that Katrina's friend? The Woods? The Woods, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when we were at Comic-Con two years ago, oh, and she's like, oh, my friend made this movie called The Woods. We're going to go to his little premiere party. 
Oh, weird. Katrina. Was that him? Yeah, yeah, and Zach. Yeah, and Zach. Um, and they just had a baby. I saw. Yeah, yeah congratulations. congratulations. Um, yeah, I didn't realize. I didn't even put that together. So oh my god. Yeah, well, he's the guy who directed your next and wow. um, uh, Death Note. He's and Death Note. Um, and I love Margaret Qualley. Um, you know, from The Leftovers, she's in it. Huh. Um, and so I'm definitely curious. I want to see it. Um, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll, I'll totally I've watch already it. put so much time into the the animated, and it's 90 minutes. Yeah, like it is funny whenever there's a, a Netflix movie because often whenever Netflix announces two hours, I think it's like 90 minutes. I think it's pretty huh. short, but oh, I could be wrong. But um, I it is funny to me whenever Netflix releases a trailer for a movie because I'm always just like, oh man, I'm never gonna have time to watch the whole series. Oh, it's an hour and a half. That's fine. I can do that. Yeah, I always just sort of immediately step back. I'm like, oh, oh. Castlevania was like 20 minutes. Yeah, it was like <laughs> that was like a 90 minute. <laughs> series um but yeah it's like you know sometimes it's house of cards and it's 10 hours or 12 hours or whatever but sometimes it's oh it's it's death note and it's under two hours yeah because it's a movie it's yeah, not it's, a series because it's a single thing yeah and yeah i always tend to forget i'm like is it a movie or is it a series oh it's mm-hmm. a movie fine bring we're it we're good so um there's that uh black mirror season four coming soon sweet and then um secret of mana the Super Nintendo game oh, from yeah. 1993, yeah, yeah. I, I believe, like that game. is getting remade and remastered Sweet. for, uh, I believe, the PS4, PC, and Vita, maybe? Wow. Uh, there's like three platforms. Uh, I know PS4 and PC, though, which um, so I'm excited about that. It comes out just around my birthday next year. That's pretty dope. February 15th. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about that. Actually played a little bit of the original secret of mana so when are they going to do really like earthbound oh uh, well earthbound was or toe jam and earl toe jam and earl i believe is getting a modern game really i thought i thought or I, maybe it did already i think they did yeah i think they did no and it, i don't think it landed especially well yeah no. um but yeah secret of mana um i played a little bit with a friend and i had a good time because it like had that sort of co-op action rpg yeah. element to it um and i think i stopped playing it because he wasn't around to play more so um, maybe this is my time to really play Secret of Mana. Hmm. I mean, next year. We'll see. Yeah. And then, um, lastly, this is a little bit of a double hitter. Uh, for anyone who out there still is, uh, caring about Final Fantasy XV, I know I'm still kind of on board. Are the new stories coming out? Uh, they've got some cool stuff. There's a mobile version of it coming to phones. Yeah. That is fucking adorable. Isn't that the tactics one, though? Like, um, Age of Empires? No, they have they have like a a mobile game that's like free to play where it's like build your kingdom kind of yeah. you know uh, that one and I, I I'm not excited about that that's already out yeah um but no they're making like a like it looks like world oh of Fi- yeah 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 the little characters they look like Funko characters yeah like toys they made a thing orbs. called the world of, of Final Fantasy for PS4 yeah. it's similar style but it's an iOS version of Final Fantasy 15 and you see these adorable people pushing their car and like doing all the things they do in the normal game it looks super cute. Hmm. So I hear it's actually pretty fun. Cute. So there's that. And then also, this is kind of a weird thing, but I have to say I'm I'm really enjoying this sort of new possible world of video games that we're in. They're getting free. There's free DLC coming to Final Fantasy 15 that is Assassin's Creed themed. Wait, what? Yeah. Like, like for the new one or the 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 version with Noctis and Gladio for PS4 that whole thing what? they are getting free dlc that is assassin's creed themed 
That's so kind of cool. The assassins are coming to. I've forgotten what world they live in, um, but I'm excited about it. Uh, Eternia, sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, I, I think it's really cool though that like, Ubisoft seems to be doing what they can to sort of branch out and play nice. They're like dipping their hands in everybody's pockets. Seriously, I love the fact that like they did a game with Nintendo for Mario and like now they're they're working with Square Enix to bring Assassin's Creed to Final Fantasy. Like it makes sense. They're just kind of getting their stuff out everywhere. Now they need to put Raymond in Sonic. Right? Oh my god, he'll probably join Sonic and Mario at the Olympics sometime. Okay. Um but yeah, I, I really I like the fact that like there's this we're in this crossover time now. I think it's like the Lego games made it okay for everyone to be like, oh yeah, we can have you know Gandalf and the Wicked Witch and People Homer Simpson friends. all in one scene. Even Smash Brothers, they kind of you know yeah at least the, yeah and Smash Brothers brought in like yeah because they brought in what Bayonetta Snake. and Snake. And... Yeah. Cloud from Final Fantasy. They brought in the freaking robot from Nintendo. Well, yeah, Robbie. But Rob, but Rob is totally part of uh, the Nintendo world. Gabby's yeah, not even a. He's not a game character. He's a yeah piece of hardware. Hey, but res- he's re- an actual human. Being. You gotta respect Rob. He's got a cool name, and he's a, he's tough to be in. He's everyone's thing. robot operating buddy. Okay, I did buy the amiibo of him just because you know we do do share a name. Yes, I had to. I know. That's I've seen rules. it. It's very cute. <laughs> when they have a sateen come out, I'll probably get that one. Right? You gotta get it. I'll be like this lump. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like the lump. Like the ditto Pokemon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, so that's all the news <laughs> I got. Are you crushing on anyone? Oh, I am. Yeah. I avoided talking Tell about me her. about it, Rob. I avoided talking about her earlier, but... um. My crush this month, this uh, week is Rabid Peach from oh, Mario and Rabbids. What? <laughs> like, I don't know if she's my crush or more so my spirit the animal. Fascination. She is a total mess. mess. I love her so much. She is, and she's also a complete star. She just steals whatever scene she's in. She is. She's like Miss Piggy. She's very much like Miss Piggy. <laughs> she she wants the spotlight. She knows she's fabulous, even though she's kind of crazy looking. Yeah. And uh, get out of her way because she's gonna get Mario all to herself. Oh my god! And um, you know, so she's very millennial. She loves a selfie, and um, she's a, a great source of of comic relief. Um, in in Mario and Rabbit. So, uh, Rabbit Peach, this uh, my I tip my hat to you. All right. I love her so much. That's a disgusting fetish you've got, Rob. She's so cute. Oh, my God. Ugh. Disgusting. I love her. <laughs> anyway, so that's that's my crush. Uh, my crush is a very cartoony comic crush. Yeah. Um, how's about you? Do you actually have a real one? I have a real person. Well, not, not a Rabbit Peach is going to get you. Not a bunny. She's going to come get you. <laughs> um, mine is, and you might not know who he is. Well, maybe. Alex Weiss. From Tomb Raider, the 2013 one, and the comic book series. Alex, Alex Weiss was the computer hacker. Oh, God. He had such a tragic end. Oh, my God. Why you got to do that to he's, me? He's so cute. He is super cute. And he's so helpful. What's so funny? I, he, he saved your ass. Like, he just seems a little bit more, like, you know, bookish and not, like, you know, a lot of the, 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 the crushes you have are very feminine. And I don't. Oh. Well, I mean, I think like Alucard. I think there's a lot of like you. You love like a long-haired, beautiful man. Yeah. Um. And so I'm just kind of surprised a little bit. 
Really? But good for you for going after the the bookish oh, nerdy I type. I when I play that game, oh my gosh! And when you do multiplayer, I was so excited when people would choose him because I would never play as him. But when people were on my team playing as him, he'd be the one I would save all the time if he mm. goes down because he's so cute. He is cute. But yeah, he does have a tragic end, and but he saves the day. I did play through that first or the remake a- of the Tomb Raider game twice. Uh, mm. once regular, like when it came out on 360 and then once the, on the definitive edition, I was uh, just not prepared for that scene the second it's time. very good. The game's um, so good. It's a tearjerker. And for a white boy, he has really full lips. He is cute. Well, I'm looking forward to the Instagram photos because I honestly do not remember that much about him. Well, guess what, Rob? Oh, am I, I in luck? Do you have photos all ready to go? Oh, I did. Did that, I close it? It's funny, not to be more about like my personal no, Facebook don't. page. My personal Facebook page cover photo is currently Rabbit Peach. And it has been for like two weeks. I love her. Really? Yeah. She's crazy. That's kind of messy. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's that part, that tragic part. No! Right for Kaboom. Hey, he's got some lips. Yeah, he's super. I love his hair. I wish I had that hair. Here, here's another picture. I just wish him. I had hair. Let's just start there. We could get you a wiglet. Oh my god, seriously. If I like moved to a whole new city and like no one knew who I was. Oh yeah. Yeah, a little bow tie. I would slips. probably adopt like a wig kind of thing and just see if anyone noticed. Um just, you know, but the problem is everyone knows me and they know how I look. So all of a sudden if I start wearing a wig, they'd be like, Oh hey, you're wearing a wig. Way to go. Well, you would need to do like um a lace front. Mm. That kind of pastes on, but you cannot see the mesh. It just looks like hair. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of work. That's what they do in movies. Mm. I'm always Captain America. I'm always surprised whenever I see a movie and Todd's like, "Oh, that wig." I was like, "That's not their hair." Yeah. Because you know Bruce Willis's hair in freaking The Fifth Element was a freaking lace front. Really? Yeah. That looks like hair. I know. Crazy. I think. And Captain America. I think Todd was saying that that Um, Robert Downey Jr. wears. Like wigs for Iron Man sometimes, like just you know, yeah, just sort of like to, for fullness. Yeah, I guess it's also a way to sort of they don't have to style it. This is like oh, wig, poof, done. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, and they look real. They look great. So hey, more power so, to you. Yeah, let's get Rob a wiglet. <laughs> We're gonna do a GoFund my hair. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. <laughs> I'm doing one self improvement at a time. Uh, now that the surgery is done, step two. LASIK. Ooh, and mine. I just did an eye test, um, an optics test, which is great because I needed new glasses. And so I got some Warby Parker. Ooh. I hope I like them. I've, you, I've heard mixed did reviews. Did you do the home try on yet? No, because I went to the store. There's one oh, right one here at the standard. standard. Yeah, yeah. I walked right over. That used to be where I got my hair cut. Really? That used to be a Rudy's. Oh, yeah. I used, I used to go there on Monday mornings at like 1030 in the morning when I was in college. Because there was a woman who cut my hair there, whose name was Kaz, and she was fucking cool. And while I was wow. waiting to get my hair cut, I would have a drink by the pool at like 10.30 in the morning on a Monday. You are so L.A. Seriously, I was just, I, it was it was a fun, like, let's be super L.A. moment while still in college. It's like, yeah, I can go sit by a pool at the Standard before I get my hair cut having a drink. Yeah. And I drank like a college student. I had like a rum and coke. Okay. Of course. I always have a beer now. I'm in that stage. At a girl. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it. That's the show. Yeah? I think so. 
as I burp. <laughs> um, so Stay classy. Can, thank you. Uh, you can follow the you, you the me, the the me, the you. <laughs> you can follow the me at Satine the Dream on Instagram and Twitter, or on Twitch at Satine. And you can follow the me <laughs> at Fast Danger on Twitter or at Mister Gladstone on Instagram and Twitch. Or you can follow the podcast at BitDiffPodcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can send us an email at BitDiffPodcast at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Wednesday. And would you kindly follow, rate, and comment in iTunes and Google Play. Yeah. And we will be going live eventually. I don't know if September. September is getting kind of crazy. and Plus, I'm... it's hot as balls. It's... Yeah. Like, seriously, I don't know if I want to be that shiny and gross. The dog days of summer are upon seriously. us. Seriously. So maybe Ugh. we'll wait till October when it cools what? down. And when it's all spoopy. Spoopy? Spoopy. Is that another word you made up? No, it's like an internet the goofy version of spooky. So spoopy. That's Travis. What's the difference? I think spoopy's kind of ironic and, and goofy at times. Spoopy. I like it. It's good, right? You got some good words, Rob. I'm full of words. Maybe you should be doing the wow of the week. No, that's you. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you and chowsies. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>